This is mental healing. Am I alone? A question that speeds along through my head like the Daytona 500. I ask again, am I alone? Trapped, isolated in my own thoughts. There is an uneasy sinking feeling as each second passes. A shortness of breath. A sudden and unexpected sweat. A feeling that all eyes are on me. This feeling freezes me. I can't move and I feel powerless in the moment. Do I have control over my body? Why do I feel helpless? This feeling came out of nowhere, but feels like it stays for a lifetime. I have to ask again, am I alone? Are there others like me? Who else feels the need to spend days, weeks, or even months wallowing in a dark room away from life, stress, and all the added pressure that society gives? I can't be alone, right? In fact, I'm not alone, and neither are you. What's up, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of the Talking with Counts podcast show, special in it being the mental health episode, aka mental healing. And I just want to give a big shout out to Big Boogie. I don't think he'll ever see this, but the name came from his song, Mental Healing, and it's it's a very big inspiration on me to make this episode. So if you haven't heard the song, Mental Healing, go check it out. It's by Big Boogie. And it's also another, a special episode because we have our first guest. The guest today is like a brother to me. He mentored me throughout high school years. And there's a pretty funny story about how I hated him before I knew him, <laughs> but we'll get into that. But without further ado, I'd like to welcome Zai Young onto the show. What's going on, man? It's What's good up? to be here. I appreciate yes, you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Why did you hate me? Well, I think, I think you know that, but the audience might not know that. Yeah. So basically... Mr. Zai Young, we're going to call him Elijah David. That's my real name. Elijah, yeah, Elijah yeah. David. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I'm going to call him. All, all, all y'all can call him Zai Young. But <laughs> for me, I'm going to call him Elijah David because I think it's funny. <laughs> but um, I hated you because of your name, Elijah, yeah. right? Because my name's Elijah too. And for the longest time, I was the coolest Elijah in my neighborhood. And then I came in and took your place. You, well, you I came. Tried. No, no. He didn't, he didn't come <laughs> in and take my place. He came in and fed people. <laughs> literally he bought their affection and bought their time with food hey two dollars on dollar man exactly cool. and i'm like i'm I'm hearing like my, my man is telling me like oh you got to meet elijah like he's real cool he's like working with pastor julian he's like a youth pastor whatever i'm like who the fuck is this guy like <laughs> elijah like really uh, nah like i'm the i'm the og elijah around here things change and things yeah things changed i eventually ended up meeting you yeah. and i think from that point on, I think it was a little smug at first, like my attitude towards you. Yeah. But I think after a while, we, we were hit able. It all. To, yeah, we, we hit it off. Definitely. E two. Remember E two? Yeah, E two. There's a there's a lot of good stories, funny yeah. stories throughout the years, just of the bond we created, and mm -hmm. and I think it's good. Like we're here in 2021. I think we met in like 2014, 2015, yeah. and and we're still here. You know, yeah. I think we're we're kind of the last two who talk the most yeah and i'm from, so proud of you yeah this from that era not nah, and it's it's reflected back onto you because like i said you're you're a big shot now doing music <laughs> doing your thing out here and and for you for those of you who don't know mr zai young is taking off yeah. and when i say that it's it's from humble beginnings it's almost like how i started with my podcast yeah. there's humble beginnings behind this um i seen the humble beginnings for him i remember him performing at youth events and 
the uh, them telling him maybe not to perform certain songs because <laughs> it was talking about scenarios that you know youth ears probably shouldn't hear. But yeah. with that being said, those songs were real. Yeah, those songs needed to be heard because right. they were they were about really real topics. It's and all about transparency. Man. Exactly. Yeah. And and to where you are now, and becoming a a huge star in your own right, mm-hmm. uh, a TikTok star, I should say, too. Yeah, got you got 250K know? right now. Good. Okay. So, so how'd that process get started? Oh, man, for real. It was just like, I, I just put my foot on the pedal. You know I mean? Same thing you're doing. You just got to start and just do something and be consistent. Once you do that, it's a wrap. So you pick what you want to do, and I want to do music. So I just didn't quit. You see me. Yeah. I, I just keep pushing no matter what. How many times people said no and told me I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. Like, yeah. No, nah, I'm going to do what I want to do. And, and that should be inspiration for, for everybody who listens to this podcast. You know, I'm, I'm a big proponent on being the very best you and doing what you want to do in life. And and you actually had a very good job that you quit, right? Yeah, for, I was making like, I made 55000 my first year and I was projected to make about seventy five my next. Uh-huh. And I quit it. I picked up three jobs so I had more time. To pursue music. <laughs> Crazy, but yeah, to yeah. pursue music, man. Now I left and I went to Cali and... uh I didn't really have any plans of going out there. And that's when I got my whole deal situation I'm in right now. That, I mean, that's amazing. Just that just me my crib and everything. Yeah, it's just, exactly. It's a, Pay it's for all the music, right? right? For music. <laughs> See, that's, that just shows, that goes to show, like, you could do whatever you put your mind to. And if you work hard 100%. enough, you will get what you want to achieve. And that, you know, I think your, you know, scenario from making it in music can kind of project to what we're going to be talking about today 100%. in the mental health. Um proponents but do you want to tell your story about yeah. how you've dealt with mental health and- yeah so two things number one and uh, i'm sure some of you that listen to this might already know but i lost my brother to suicide he had um he had some mental health issues he was dealt with bipolar and he's super bipolar and he also had some drinking issues and stuff like that and um i just really watched him spiral down and so that affected me in so many ways just you know dealing with him while he was here as well as also just losing it, you know what I mean? And, and it's just pushed me to learn more about mental health and to try to help other people not have to go through what I had to go through and my family had to go through. Because then the day, if I could help one person not go through that, I feel good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel good. One person all it, is yeah. all it takes, honestly. Yeah. And for me personally, like, you know, doing the stuff that I do, it takes a huge toll on my mind. Like, I'm talking about, like, cold sweats, like, I can't sleep at night, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've, I've gone through so much depression, anxiety, like just feeling scared I'm going to die at night for no reason. Yeah. You know, I've been to the hospital probably like five, six times from like panic attacks because I feel like I'm and, and I've just learned over the years of different ways to kind of deal with it. And um, it's been good, man. I'm not going to lie. Like I, I feel in a really good headspace now. Yeah. But at the same time, I still struggle. And yeah. I think that the problem is, is people feel like they can't talk about it when they're struggling. And I and I think that that's a that's a lie. <laughs> you, you know, I think it's important to talk about it when you're struggling. It's funny that you you just said that. Um, I'm gonna take it back to the the uh, Big Boogie song, Mental mm-hmm. Healing. Um, part of the reason it's inspiration for me is because he has a line in that song to where he says he doesn't talk to niggas because they're too gangster to listen. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, as a man and as someone who comes from um, Section Eight housing, we get so caught up in you know, a persona or just like how hard of a exterior we have to have. Mm. And when our interior is really, you know, it's, it's folding, it's hurting. It's, there's so much trauma that has been 
torched onto us and and we're just we have to keep this hard shell and this this you know this this aura around us that like, like yeah exactly that yeah. thing you know, like you can't you can't get to us or things won't mess with us but it really does and and i found that lyric just to be so true because i remember when i was younger i would never talk about my problems i still have troubles yeah. talking about my problems and that is like something i want to stress to you guys is for sure talking about what you go through is not a sign of weakness you going through something strength, in itself yeah. is not a sign of exactly yeah. it's strength because it's so hard to talk about your biggest flaws or the things that are bothering you the most, like it needs to be talked about. One thing I used to do when I was younger, and I don't know if you did this as well, but I would let so much stuff just boil up and and just get to a point to where I exploded and it all could have been avoided with just simple talks. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, you know, it's something that should happen more. We just got to stop putting on this facade, not even a facade, because you can be, you can have a hard exterior and you can be, you know, be hard, you can be strong, but it's also okay just to let it out sometimes. Yeah, and you got to find, you got to find like outlets, you know, like different coping things, things for it. And for me, I'm lucky in a sense, because I have music mm -hmm. and I have so many songs nobody's ever going to hear. Yeah. Is it for me? Because, yeah, you know, exactly. It's just like, and I think people, even if you don't make music, you can still write. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I, I, I've seen a lot of people do is they, when they wake up in the morning, they write two pages full of just free writing, mm -hmm. random stuff, nothing specific, but, and you just kind of clear your head because I yeah. think it's so important to clear your mind. And um, for me, music does that for me a lot. And, um, but also you gotta, there's certain, there's easy things you do for your mental health, like exactly. get some rest. Yeah, that's my biggest thing. Big I don't proponent. sleep. You gotta <laughs> sleep, man. I don't sleep. I'll get like you know, I'll stay up, pull all nighters all the time because of what I do. But you know, I'm learning to try to get more sleep, eating better, and stuff like that. There's a lot of little things to do, and um, I think you, you just try, just try to get a more consistent schedule with some things. Yeah, it helps you to kind of get your mind back. One thing I would like to speak on is the the thing to be able to relieve mental stress, like things that you could do. You were talking about getting up and writing two pages. Now I want to stress to you guys that you don't necessarily have to, you know, put yourself in a mindset to where you might have to write something, do whatever it is that relieves the stress off of you. Yeah. It could be anything for me. I think this podcast has been stress relief 101 for me. And it's, <laughs> it's just giving me an outlet to, to talk, to help, to inspire and to, to make people feel better and, and, just take things I learned and just throw them upon y'all. And, and that's been my outlet to relieve a lot of stress that I go through. Cause to this day, I still go through stress and it's never going to stop. I go through anxiety, depression, ups and downs in life. And give me a hug. You want, <laughs> it's, it's basically, <laughs> no, bro, that's amazing. Though. Yeah. No, it's, it's just about what it is. What is it going to be for you that helps you find your safe place? Mm. Um, and for everyone, it's going to be different. Not everyone's going to be able to have the same thing or share the same uh, right. the the same ideals or whatever it comes to when it like what relieves your stress. It's really about just finding what is right for you. For sure. Um, and to you, I want to be open. Like yeah. The whole thing we went we talked about in the beginning of like just talking to people. Like I, and the hard part is this too is that I know for me, I don't like talking to people when I'm going through stuff. Yeah. I have one person I talk to, and it's my niece. Yeah. Because when I talk to her, she says, damn, shit, that sucks. Yeah. That's it. She doesn't try to, like, coach me or tell yeah. me this or that. And that's what happens a lot of times when you try to talk to people is they try to, like, give you advice and all this. 
And mm-hmm. so like if you can find that person that will listen to you and just like let you vent and yeah. just be present, because that's all I need. And people deal with it different, like you said too. Yeah. You know, but being able to talk about it helps so much, man. Yeah. I don't care who you are, just talking yeah. can definitely get you through. And I wanna I'm like you're talking about your brother. I wanna speak on something about, you know, mm-hmm. to the extent about how he uh, you know, he's not with us anymore due to suicide. Mm-hmm. Um I wanna make this very blatant and if you're going through that you guys aren't alone in life, especially with, with that. I myself, which is something you don't even know, but when I was about 12 or 13, I took a, a knife to my neck and, and just wanted to end it all. I felt like I was just going through so much stuff and I felt like I was such a problem child and that nothing was getting better with me being here. And it, it like, I just was so traumatized by the by the stuff I was doing and just by not even having my father in my life and just being in the environment that I was in that I just mm-hmm. didn't want to, I didn't want to live anymore wow. at that point in time. And that was like, that's something I don't think I've ever talked about, but I think it's important to talk about now just to show people who have the same thoughts that it, it's, oh, it's, it's okay to hurt. Yeah. But when it comes to the point of suicide, your life is worth so much more. It is. And I'm, I'm glad that I was able to get the help I need and the right people in my ear to talk to to talk me out of it yeah. and and just be there for me because I was hurting so much and I was in such a deep raw place that I just didn't know how to handle my emotions. Mm. And I look at myself back then and all the stuff I went through growing up, all the anxiety, all the depression, depression, all the anger um, outbursts I used to have, I look at and I see a completely different me when I look in the mirror now. Yeah, I and, don't see that when I look at you. Exactly, <laughs> you know, you, it, it, it's, it's like hard to believe. It's real life. I believe you. That's, yeah, that's tough. It's it's real life progression basically, yeah. and it's better days will be ahead. I think a lot of times yeah. we get caught up in in life and what goes on on a day to day basis, and I think of it like this, right? I mean, this this is something that I just thought of off the top of my head, but okay. I think life can sometimes be like the stock market. Mm-hmm. There are going to be days where it's down. There are going to be days when it's up, mm-hmm. but when it's up, it's up. And when it's down, it's down. Yeah. But it's about finding the people who are going to be there for you and finding the inner strength to just like hold yourself up and not let yourself fall into a, a even worse mental state. And I, I know it can be hard. Like I said, when you deal with depression and anxiety, because I've dealt with it. I remember in high school when I didn't graduate, I went through the worst depression loop of my life mm-hmm. i uh put on so much weight just was eating didn't care about anything why should i like yeah. that's that's the thoughts that were going through my yeah. head like it, nothing was was getting better for me mm-hmm. um and it hurt yeah it really did hurt yeah so and, and something that something to kind of connect something that you said um a little bit earlier um I, I think it's so, it's, and for you, you all listening, I think it's important to find a passion in something. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to be your career necessarily. It can be something that you just enjoy. Um, for me, I enjoy helping people and music, you know, and spend time with my daughter. That's basically my life. But yeah. um, to connect kind of what you said earlier too, one of your, this podcast is that for you, you know, that this is your safe place. This is your place to clear your mind, clear your head and help you get through stuff. And 
for me, you know, I found my passion. So I think it, I think it, I think it could be very beneficial, beneficial for anybody out there to find a passion. You know, if you don't know what it is or purpose, whatever you want to call it, that can help so much yeah. as we both see, yeah. you know, because I feel like that's what we both have found. It's helped. And that's, that's real life testimonials it. here. It's Listen, real. Yeah. This is, I, I'm just like looking at yeah. your story and my story. I'm like, that's yeah, so many right similarities. There. And yeah. that's, that's the thing with when yeah. people who deal with mental health, we feel alone. Yeah. We feel trapped. We feel isolated. But when you just get up and walk through those doors that are right in front of you, you'll see a bunch of people that go through the same thing that you do. Mm. And that's kind of what you guys are hearing right now. Yeah. You know, this is, we're just two regular guys, two guys who might look, I mean, growing up, I, I was always told, like, I don't look like the type of person to have dealt with stuff like this, but I'm, I've dealt with it just like you guys have where, where anyone else has. And it's, it's something a lot of people deal with. Yeah. And in the cold open, I, I had made, I said, I'm not alone and neither are you. And that's that's the honest to God truth, because mm -hmm. as you guys are listening to now, it's a lot more people who <laughs> deal with this stuff than you might think. Yeah, I still deal with it yeah. today. You know no, what even I mean? like I still I get that depression where I'm in my bed and I just don't want to move. Yeah, you know, I've, I've had plenty of times where I have like that anxiety and I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to be around people or I feel like my heart's racing for no reason. So I, I still struggle. You know what I mean? And. I think that's the thing is like, I feel like people just want to end everything. Yeah. You know, just keep battling, keep fighting. Yeah. I know it sucks and I know you don't want to deal with it. Because things will get better. Things will get better. No they matter will. no matter of how deep or dark of a place you're in, things will get better. Yeah. And just you know? as quick as everything can get bad, it's just as quick as everything can go Exactly. Bad. It takes one day. So many it takes in my life. it takes sixty seconds. It takes one second for yeah. something to change in your life. Just something like that. Exactly. And that's that's the special thing about life, though. It is, you know, it is. is how fast things can change. Yeah, and how fast your motivation can change. Honestly, when my grandma passed, I I went into like an even deeper depression. Mm. But through that, I found light. I found hope through her words that she said to me before mm. she passed. Yeah, I knew what she wanted of me, mm. and. No matter how much I was hurting, I look at her pictures every day. No matter how much I was hurting, I made a promise to myself and to her that I was going to be a better person, that I was going to accomplish everything I wanted to accomplish in life. Mm. I did that. Yeah. Through that. Doing through, that right now. through that hope. And that's not to say, guys, that I still don't go through my anxiety and For depression sure. spells because there are days to where even with doing this podcast, I'm just, I feel like I'm not doing enough and I want to do more. And then, you know, I, I, this is kind of going to get into a social media part about it, but Ooh, we tend to look at social media. Yeah, we, we tend to look <laughs> at social media and I do it too. And I'm like, damn, I'm here. I'm recording with my microphone on a chair with my Google Chrome laptop right next to me. With our knees touching. With our knees basically <laughs> touching. <laughs> And I see someone else who has a full studio and I'm like, damn, I want to get there. And I'm mad that I'm not there. I get hurt and then I get down about it. But then I realize my hard work will pay off yeah. because I'm going to manifest it. Not only manifest it, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. So and enjoy the, the thing people miss. And I was talking about this with one of my friends last night. That one of the things people miss is like it, it, this is this has saved my life uh -huh. because I am my mind goes crazy and I get lost. I get so lost because I just start like my head just starts turning. 
one of the things that I, I, I do now is I don't look to get something. I'm, it's not always about what I can achieve, where I can go. It's about the process. Like, yeah. In the process, like I look back last year when I was struggling, but I was like, I had some of the best times of my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in those storms. And I also grew yeah. so much. And I, I'm starting to, when I'm going through things now, I'm starting to look at it like, oh, this is a chance for me to grow. This is time for me to like get some muscle, you yeah. know, some, you know, some mental health muscle where I can, you know, get stronger. So then the next time this comes, I can get better and better. So if you're always looking at it, it's like, oh, I just want to be here. You're missing out on a huge opportunity. Yeah. You know, yeah. To and just enjoy things as well as grow. It's funny that you say that because yeah. I've heard that recently too. Like I said, with this process of doing the podcast, like the support has been tremendous. Mm-hmm. The way it's kind of taken off for me, I didn't even it's think. It's going great. Great. I didn't, my expectations were probably like 10 people to listen. <laughs> Dude, like my expectations were shit. And, I feel like the audience is just shattering all expectations I had set for myself. But not only the audience, I'd like to put that I am shattering all my expectations myself, too. And that's a part of it, guys. We tend to overlook what we do and the effort that we put into things. Mm -hmm. Don't let anything overshadow the amount of work that you put forth behind your work that you do. I've busted my ass to make these episodes. And not only have you guys tuned in, but I've put the effort in to make it. Mm-hmm. And that That's I should right, be man. giving myself a, a round yeah, of applause, patting myself on the face. Right. <laughs> but instead, I was I, I, I put myself down because I'm not where I want to be at. But it's just opening your eyes up to the fact that you're doing it and you're doing a damn good job at it right That's now. Right. So enjoy the process. Enjoy the enjoy ups that. and downs that this podcast will bring, that whatever you do in life will bring until you get to the destination that you ultimately want to be in in the long run. Exactly. Um, but with that being said, I like I kind of want to transition to the social, social media, media part. Oh, yeah. Um, this is this is my personal opinion, and I'd like to put this out right now. I see a lot of people reposting TikToks, um, sharing Instagram, Facebook, what Twitter, whatever they share it on, they're sharing emotional TikToks or emotional posts, whatever it is, posts that are made to make you feel like you resonate with them. But those are posts that are also made to exploit your feelings to get them views. I see a lot of TikToks where they'll talk about something and it'll be all sappy and sad. And then as the audience, you're watching this and like, damn, that's how I feel. I'm down because I don't have this. I don't have that. But in the moment, what we don't realize is that those people and those those things that you're watching, they're not made to help you. They're made to give you clout. They're made to give them clout. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's ultimately it. Dude, I see so many people yeah. reposting them, you know, just certain TikToks and, and, and it just eats me up because those are charging your feelings. Mm-hmm. And those videos are meant to display a certain side of feelings that the the person who's making them might have but then i start to question do they really have those feelings or do they yeah see the numbers there's a very very few um tiktokers out there that i see yeah in that world because i'm actually good friends with some of the like this one guy ben's comedy Uh uh-huh amazing dude there's a few of them like him that he does really emotional like story posts and stuff yeah and 
you you know he's genuine dude but a lot of you're right i think right. I, see what i i think there's got to be a point to it right you can make i in, in instance of this the goal of this episode the goal of this podcast is to be able to share the ups and downs that were had mm-hmm. but to shed inspiration that you can overcome anything you you, you know you go through or you've mm-hmm. went through Anything is possible. That is, that's the goal. I want to be able to help and inspire with this. For sure. A lot of the TikToks I see leaves you hanging. Exactly. Mm -hmm. For sure. There's no, there's no, there's no inspiration to get better. There's no, you know, it's just, it's pushing you down. And as an audience, I look at them sometimes and, you know, it it might not even reflect a certain situation that I'm going through, but I'm like, after I watch it, you got to be careful what you watch. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Especially depending on where you're at, right? In that point in life, you know what I mean? Yeah. But just social media in general, too, you know, uh, we drive ourselves off of who likes, off of the most retweets mm-hmm. and, you know, the most shares that we get. And and we see someone else doing something 10 times better than we're doing. Yeah. But their process has been 10 times as long as ours. For sure. For and sure. We, we put ourselves down through that. Social media can be. A mental health killer. Now, I'm not telling you guys to stop using delete social it, media. Yeah. I'm not telling you guys <laughs> to delete it or nothing because I still use social media every damn day. Oh yeah. What I'm, I for sure, what what I want to try to stress to put out there and to learn is to build yourself up to know that everyone has a journey in life, and no matter where the next person is at and where you see that person is at, you will get there too if you put in the effort, the time, and the work in it. And there's going to be days where you bust your ass and you you do something that's way better than the next person stuff and it doesn't get noticed. But it will. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, it will get noticed. Just stay consistent. Stay consistent. Stay mm-hmm. true to yourself and don't ever switch up on yourself. Yeah. You know, it, the hard times are going to be there, but yeah. the good times are also going to be there. That's, that's the truth. And as an influencer myself, because my life is social media, that's that's basically my main paycheck. Mm-hmm. In a sense is social media and live what you say is so true brother like at the end of the day i've i i take breaks i know my fans get mad at me but i don't care and i yeah. I, I care that they're mad and they're like i want more content so I, I would love to give them content but at the same time my mental health is more important than content it's more important than likes it's gotta it's more be important than followers more important than views and just like y'all's are yeah. you know as as an influencer, I encourage people that are influencers as well as people that are just viewers that be scrolling through TikTok for an hour, two hours. Like, take a break sometimes, yeah. man. You like, have to. You have. I think it's so important. I do it all the time. I, I do it literally. I haven't. I just posted yesterday, mm-hmm. but before that, it was probably like a week or two weeks for my last post. Yeah, because it's like I, I think it's so important that, and I, I did it because of that. I did it because I need to get away. Yeah, I, I can't be so stuck in how many views I'm getting and let that define can't me. Can't be because then that drives you. When the only thing that should be driving you is not that. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. You be driven by your you passion, things, your yeah. passion. If you believe in God, whatever that might be, like that's what should be driving you um, more than any phone. Yeah, and, and I, social media app. Like I said, I think sometimes we let what we see on social media drive us more than our own passions do. Of course, and it's it, and that saying that sentence, I think you guys can hear where the problem is in that. Yeah, and just where, and just think to yourself right now, like literally right now, as I'm saying this, 
how much do you watch social media? How much are you on social media? Just think about it. Try to take a break. See if it helps. You know what I mean? You'll notice a difference. Yeah. I notice a difference. It's almost like a mental cleansing. When I take my breaks and I come back, I come back hitting. Yeah. Every time. Because yeah. I'm just like, I feel fresh. I feel good. You're ready. And I feel like I left off. You know, at the end of the day, it's all still going to be there. Yeah. You know, and just, and plus you can, that's how you find your passion is by getting mm-hmm. away sometimes. Yeah. Because you have to find yourself that's to know almost, what your passion dude, is. Dude, that's almost like. Um, when I had the interview with, uh, Leo Rush, WWE mm-hmm. guy, um, Proud of you. appreciate yeah. it, man. Got a high five for that one. <laughs> Ooh, <rah. laughs> you stop. Um, when I had that interview, yeah. there, that wasn't, this is, this is why I say there's going to be ups and downs in life because this story should be inspiration to that itself. Um, I was scrolling on Instagram, just on social media, seeing he made a post talking about if you want to do an interview with me, um, here's my email in my head. I'm like, eh, fuck it. I scrolled <laughs> past it. I scrolled right past yeah. it. Then I was sitting right on this couch and I thought for a second, ah, what the hell? Scrolled back up, looked at it, sent him an email. The very next day I got a response. Mm. And I felt the need to explain to him that I'm not no big time like yeah. outlet I'm post just, or like I'm, I'm doing all my couch right now. Yeah, like I like <laughs> literally I don't even have a platform to do a podcast on or yeah. do an interview on. I don't know like what the hell I'm doing. I just wanted to see if it would work, yeah. and it worked. Yeah. Ended up doing the interview on Instagram Live. Now I'm not telling you guys to spend money, but my logic is it takes money to make it money. Takes money, a. If you are doing anything like, you know, a, a creative thing, if you're a creator, whether it's art, writing, podcast, music, whatever, you're going to have to spend some money. Yeah. I've, I've spent so much money on my, I've invested so much money into myself. Into yourself. And that's good. Because oh when, my goodness. Like with that interview, I invested into the interview. Exactly. Not a crazy amount of money, but it was still a little bit of money. That was you investing in yourself. It was me investing in myself. And that interview was the pentacle. It was the peak almost. Mm-hmm. The peak of my my life right there. Yeah. I interviewed a person I watched on TV. And listen, for those of you who don't know, I'm a huge Big wrestling, wrestling fan. <laughs> I don't even care. I'm not ashamed to say it. And look, there's a lot of people in life that we can even take it, the mental health aspect to this there's a lot of people in life who are afraid to let it be known and show what they like in life yeah, like i love justin like, bieber yeah like there there's no honestly they <laughs> no, there's second real. thoughts there was like is society gonna gonna you know agree with me liking this or am i gonna get bullied am i gonna get made fun of whatever mm-hmm. listen love what you love and don't feel bad for loving what you love yeah if you got a passion that others might not uh understand, understand yeah who gives a fuck it's as simple as that. If you love it, you love it. And I loved wrestling. And I interviewed a wrestler that I watched on TV. A black that's wrestler, amazing. let alone for me. That's like that's like a role model for me. He came out of Washington, D.C. And that's close to home for me. So with that being said, it's like a role model real close to us. And just being able to do that interview, it showed me that I really enjoyed talking. And I really enjoyed getting to know people's sides. And in and, and the episode, we didn't talk about wrestling basically the whole time almost mm-hmm. we talked about his lyrics that he made in music because he made music too okay. and you know he had music with substance so we I, I was trying to understand and and just try to poke at things that would maybe help the next person okay and 
um, it was great. It gave me the passion and it showed me that I love to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. And then I'm glad I did that You're, interview. This is good for you, man. I, yeah. I, like from the, from the time that I met you before, like to now, like the whole time I've known you, I, I definitely could see you doing something like this just because of one, you care about people a lot. Like genuinely care yeah, about people. It's genuine. This ain't this ain't like this wasn't like, oh, I want to make some money, let me do a podcast. It was yeah. like, no, I love talking about real stuff. I want to do a podcast. Yeah. And so like this is this is something perfect for you. The evolution of it's it. Be I, successful. It's funny, dude, that you said that because I remember last year I was just doing private stories talking on my snap. Oh yeah, yes, sir. I remember that. And <laughs> and flash forward to this year, I got Mr. Zai Young on my couch doing a full mental health episode <laughs> that ties back into what we said earlier. Yeah. There's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, but life will get better. Whoa. There's always going to be progression. Last year, I was sitting in front of my phone doing private snaps, trying to talk to the people. Now, I've got my own platform. I've got my own quote-unquote show mm -hmm. to speak on things that need to be spoken on. And you're getting your equipment today. Exactly. Yeah, you know what? Shout out, yeah, shout cool. out to hard work because <laughs> MacBook is coming. So that's not only going to help the podcast, but that's going to help like my YouTube. That's going to help oh, yeah. everything I'm trying to do. Then you could turn this, you know, do the video podcast and all that. Exactly. But it it it's just hard work and staying true to yourself and and knowing what you want to represent in life. Um, mm -hmm. one transition though, into anxiety because we really didn't talk about that. Hate it that much. Yeah, hate it. It's. <laughs> I uh anxiety for me and I don't know if this is how your anxiety right, is it's a little different for everybody yeah, yeah it's it's different for everybody but my anxiety comes in form I have really bad test anxiety for one so like mm -hmm. when it came down to getting my car my my permit all that stuff pushed it off pushed it off until last year until yeah. my cousin called me a bitch ass nigga <laughs> as simple as that I was like, all right, all right, it's time. All right yeah, it's all time. Right. Like, I'm getting called out in front of people. I might as well just go get it. You know, it's not. What, worth what it am I waiting anymore. for? Like, I, I, I can't be, a, you know, exposed like this in front of like a whole bunch of people at Kings Dominion. You know, just gotta go get it. But nah, like, I, I pushed it off for so long because I was like, I'm gonna fail that test. I'm gonna, I, yeah. like, and and in school, I think that's a reason for like why i didn't do as well either not mm -hmm. just the depression part to me not wanting to do nothing but my anxiety of when it came to like doing these tests and and being able to do good and just know and have the faith in myself that i'm gonna fucking ace a test it wasn't there mm. how have you coped with it like what made it better for you like dealing with your anxiety would you say Honestly, you mm -hmm. want the honest i want the honest they, we, want, the they want, want the honesty. i want the honesty yeah. okay thank you yes, we're gonna give yes. you honesty <laughs> Just doing it. Yeah. And that sounds hard. That sounds so hard. And that might not like you, like you, you're looking for advice. You're like, what the fuck is that? Just doing it. Like we try already, but no, listen, I want you guys to interpret this. I started setting goals for myself. Once I started pegging those goals off the list, everything got easier. Once I was able to go do my permit test, my heart dropped. I, my heart sunk. I'm 20 years old taking my permit test for the first time and my heart is in my in my ass. You know? The ball sack. Yeah, it's yeah. it's tingling. <laughs> and and I did it and I passed. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. That wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your confidence the, grows. What's the next step? What yep. it's the same thing. I, I pushed oh. off getting a job for so long. Got a job two months after I graduated. 
I got rejected by the first job, Mission Barbecue, got accepted by Walmart. Like, okay, I finally got a job, started working. Mm-hmm. It's not as hard as I thought it's it was. Not as hard as you what was the next step? I want to be a manager. Became a manager a year later. What's the next thing? Oh, I want to get my car. I bought a car. Next thing, need my license. Can't drive without one. <laughs> got my license. All things I had anxiety. You got the car before the license? I got the car before. My I man was like, he's manifesting. Hey, he's listen, like, I got to manifest this. <laughs> there's a deal right here. Uh, 700, sold. You know, I, I, I was like, listen, I need it. the car before the license. The car before oh, the license. Man. Listen, folks, it's it's listen. possible. You can do it if you put your <laughs> mind to easy. it. No. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, for me, that's good, that's it had good. to be done. Yeah. And once I started... Like I said, knocking off those goals that I had set for myself, all things I had anxiety in myself for, it just became easy. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to instill that into you guys. If there's anything that you guys have anxiety about or that you just haven't done yet, just try it. Just put all thoughts to the side. Push it all to the back of your mind. Get up, do, try whatever it is that you're telling yourself you can't do. You know, and it's I think I think you'll I agree with that, because for me, for, for me, I did the same thing. You know, what I mean, I, there was no secret recipe. Um, honestly, I went to the hospital it was my fourth time going fourth time, I think, going into the hospital because I thought I was dying, having a heart attack or something. But it was just my anxiety. Mm-hmm. And um, that last time I went in, they checked everything. My heart was good. And doctor was like, man, like you've been here a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, man, I just keep feeling like I'm about to die. And um, he's like, man, you're fine. He's like, trust me, you're, you're okay. He's like, when you're going through it, you're okay. He's like, you, here's, you can go see this person, blah, blah, try to give me medicine. Um, and I, I, I tried taking some medicine here and there. I will say this. If it is that bad, don't be ashamed that you have to take medicine, you know, because yeah. there are, there's mental things going on in your brain. There's different things in your brain, chemicals and things like that, imbalances that could happen. Mm-hmm. That medicine is is very good to help you out. So I'm all for medicine. And, and don't, me personally, I just didn't. Yeah, I didn't ever go that route. Don't don't be ashamed of it either. Yeah, don't be right? ashamed. I something a lot of people don't know. It's a lot of exposing truths about both of ourselves into this episode. But I took medicine almost my whole life growing up, mm. like. Anger medicine, depression medicine, anxiety medicine, yeah. like ADHD medicine. I was on a lot of medicine, dude. And um, I also... I didn't know they had anger medicine. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Talking about all like the, you know, the, the you have to go into those places and they, they do the whole exam. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. Yeah. But I also like something a lot of people don't know. I, I, I don't think anyone really knows this except my mother but i was uh i went to snowden twice and those of you who don't know what snowden is mm-hmm. is it's a place for like what we used to call it and it's not the right terminology as a grown-up i know this but i used to think of it as the crazy, crazy people play yep. yeah yeah it's not the right terminology it's, it's not it's but you know but you get I, you get the gist yeah <laughs> i i was i was in there twice once when i was really? like six years old which was just 
crazy to me. I I I don't think I should have been there at six. I think it was just temper tantrums and stuff like that. But once when I was like in middle school too, I think it was seventh grade. I was out of school for like a couple weeks because I was in Sonoma, mm-hmm. and it sucked. Um, looking back on it, I think they're now. I'm not advocating that you shouldn't go to a you know a mental hospital. If you absolutely need it. Yeah. If you absolutely yeah, sometimes need it. You just need it. Yeah. But if you if you someone's taking a shower. Yeah, someone's <laughs> taking a shower. We're in apartment buildings. So uh humble beginnings, just keep that in mind. The upstairs neighbors. Yep, I said upstairs hey, neighbors. Hey, hey, cut it out. We're recording down here. God damn it. Um if if you absolutely need it to to be somewhere to where you're gonna have constant support, then go. Then all for it. Yes. I don't think me being in that place when I was like six or me. God damn it! I sampled it out, Pamela. <laughs> the hell's going on up here? Um. Up against up your eyeballs. Yeah. The the burning con. <laughs> the con that's not gonna make you want to open your eyeballs. God damn it. Um. No, but I think the place that I was at. Yeah. It was counterproductive to the actual problems. I don't think they actually tried to learn what was going on with the with the children that was in there, and they were just pill, pill, pill. Well, that's a, it's the big pharma, you know. What I mean? Yeah, they, they it's it's drug dealing on a major scale. Exactly, they and make it, tons of money, dude. It was so counterproductive because there there's kids that's in there. That's a whole another podcast. There's yeah, exactly, <laughs> but there were kids in there. Like I was in there, and I knew for myself that this wasn't working like you guys they're not helping us mm. they're drugging us yeah and that's just how i felt you know i don't know if it's like that for other places or whatever high five to that right yeah man i i'm, I, I'm big i'm a big advocate of helping rather than just you know suffocating yeah i i felt like there was there was no there was i, I mentally god damn it pamela <laughs> what the hell <laughs> She's her booty. Yeah, her booty snacks. <laughs> she need to get some Lysol up in that butt yeah, crack. That crevice, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no. I, I didn't get better. Yeah. You know, once I came out of that, I was still having behavioral problems. Mm. You see, I was put in there because I got in a lot of trouble, and I was just a lot to handle. Yeah. I also didn't have my father in my life, and I grew up in Section Eight housing, where society and here tells me to be something that society outside of here tells me not to be. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. So once you put that together. And then you throw me into the to Snowden. They don't understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. They just see, oh, he's acting up. Give yeah. him a shot. Give him a pill. Like I, dude, they put, they gave me a shot one time because I had a, I had an anger outburst because I was pissed that I was still in there. Mm-hmm. Literally, put gave me a shot. It's like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. Look, I was in there. I punched this metal door. I done broke my. I done broke my my damn hand on that door. That door, I said, I punched that motherfucker. I, I was like, as soon as I punched it, I was like, oh, shit. Put my hand in between my legs, started rocking, and just fell back on the floor. I was like, I don't. You really look crazy. I was, yeah, I was like, I done fucked something up in my hand. But now, uh, yeah, man. I, I'm a, I don't know. If, if, if it's needed, it's needed. But I think there has to be things that are changed in those type of environments because mm-hmm. I don't think they necessarily treat you for what you're going through where I don't sometimes. And for my case, yes, I dealt with mental health issues, 
such as depression, such as anger and mood disorder. I was diagnosed with mood disorder when I was younger too. I don't think they addressed any of those. Any of them. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. Mm. You know, I think I think what was simply addressed was like me just having it's behavioral like issues. Exactly. Yeah, I had I had said to make sure you behave by throwing some pills or anything. Exactly. It, but it don't I'm sorry if I sound like I'm anti. I'm not anti that stuff. It's just I've seen my nephew and I've seen a lot of other people go through it and it's just not yeah. helpful. It's just not at all. It, it, to them. There are I know I mean I do it, know some people that it is been it has been helpful for. Yeah. So I don't want to discount it completely. Yeah. I, I have specific people in my head, I won't say their names, but yeah. I know it helped them and they'll even say Snowden was very good yeah. for them or places like that were great for them. Yeah, I guess the overall gist of what we're saying here is you're not alone. You're not alone. You know, I love you like crazy. I yeah. don't know who you are listening necessarily, yeah. but I got nothing but love for you. I know this guy right here has nothing but love for you as well. Yeah, and you could be Keisha from Texas. I, don't, I ain't never Keisha seen your face in before. You could be that guy out there stretching, doing yoga. Yeah, <laughs> but you listen, we got love for you and we just want to see you guys make it and do better. Yeah. And we want to be able to shed our experiences, our traumas, our everything upon you. Yeah. And we just want to know that you guys are doing better and that you guys can just go into your phone, go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever the hell you're going to listen to Both. this podcast at. Both of <laughs> And just click it and hear something that helps you cope, cope with all the struggles that life throws at you, all the ups, all the downs. And hopefully, while it helps you cope with everything, it also gives you a newfound light on the fact that you aren't alone and that people struggle too. And with that being said, with the people who struggle, hopefully that helps you get through your struggles. Because us as humans, we're all the same. Divided by all the issues that we go through in life, as a people, as a population thing, I look at someone else and me and you are completely the same. We have bodies, we have organs, we have lungs, yeah. everything. We human. bleed. And we all have struggles. Yeah. Some might not be as bad as other struggles, but they're struggles. And so some might not show it, but they have it. Exactly. I don't think we ever showed it. No, I didn't. I didn't, for damn sure. I showed it to certain people. But but yeah, I, yeah. I love what you're doing here, man. Yeah. Um, I appreciate even being here. I think this is amazing and yeah, I cannot wait to see this grow. And y'all keep tuning in to Appreciate check that. out all the previous episodes. Keep just keep checking this guy out because I'm Appreciate telling that. you, I know him very well. Yeah, and and, and I know his heart above anything. It's and, the same thing for you, man. I, yeah, I hope yeah. for those of you who might not have heard of Mister Zai Young before this, I hope you guys tune in, listen to his music because it's amazing. Um, and I'm. I'm not just gonna sit here and say something's good if it's not. Like I'm, I'm very blunt and upfront. I will tell you something that's garbaggio, right <laughs> off the bat. If I don't like it, then I'm not gonna recommend it. But I genuinely like his music. I like the person. I like the soul behind it. So, um, check him out. Um, and just, I know this is a long episode, guys, but it's a very real and raw episode that I think a lot of us need to hear and have been waiting to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can say for myself, I've never. Heard anybody younger talk about mental health no. to where when I you can, told me you were doing this episode. What I said, I said, I want to do that. Sign me up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the one I want to do because this is what I love talking about. Yeah. Man. So it's important. 
so important. If if you guys enjoy this like this, it means a lot for me. Mm-hmm. If you're watching it through Apple Podcasts, to leave a rating, review, or wherever you're watching this at, to leave a rating or review. And just keep watching, keep viewing, keep listening, keep learning, because we're doing the same thing on our side. Sure. We're always learning. We're always growing. And for me, I want to keep putting out the best content I can. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. This was an amazing episode, just something that was needed to get off of our chats. Yeah. You know, something needed to be talked about. And I want to thank you yeah, for stopping by. Of course. Been trying to secure this for a while, just secure an <laughs> in-person appearance for a while now. You know, Mr. Big Time's over here. Big Time busy. over here. Yeah, I busy, busy. Place, but the um, next time you're coming over to my spot. Okay. Yeah, most definitely. But yeah. Nah, I, I like I said, I want to thank I you for this. Man. Love you too, bro. And uh, that's it for the Talking With Counts podcast show. Like I said, if you enjoyed it, leave a lighting, leave a review. And until next time, I'm out. Love y'all. Peace. Peace.